Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon show. We covered a bit of ground. Uh, Andy's very much looking forward to the Arsenal game. I think you'll gather that. Mm. Um, uh, we had Rupert Bell join us to cover uh, some different stories from the world of sport. And we have the clips of the month for you as well. So here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. And mad news from Leeds, of course. And Victor Orta's gone. He ought to have gone a lot earlier. Yeah, why, yeah, he ought to. That's probably what they said to him, Rad Mazzani, as he, as he went in the Laurinardi style. Um, now, yes, it's happened. It's happened again. Big Sam lying on his sunbed yeah. in Portugal. It didn't work last time. You do know that, don't you, with West Brom? It didn't, but what he's got, you're probably aware of this. Have you mm. ever seen the film Sexy Beast with Ray Winston and uh, Sir Ben Kingsley? Or were I you haven't. aware? Mm. You've never seen it. I haven't, no. Actually, I remember giving you the DVD to watch, and I've never seen the DVD <laughs> back, so it probably got lost in your move. <laughs> so, thanks, mate. So, uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> So anyway, there yeah. he is. He's lying on the sunbed in Portugal, opening scene, mm. and he has he has a regular phone for just take calls from from the family and friends and everything. Yeah, and he has another phone just for jobs. <laughs> and yeah. he's lying out on the bed, soaking up the rays, and then suddenly it goes off, and he hears this. Good ringtone. Oh, I wonder who it is. <laughs> They've not sat one at Halifax. He doesn't speak like he comes from the middle. <laughs> And he picks it up, and it's Leeds United. And he's off again. He's back. Just when he thinks he's out, they pull him back I thought, in I again. I thought we were going to have to bring him in at one point. <laughs> I'm telling you, what I've been reduced to now, honestly, it's pathetic. What now, have you been reduced to? You're well, wearing a cardboard belt, are you? No. Uh, on Saturday, at uh, Brentford against Forrest. Yes. And, I, and Forrest were winning, and I was thinking, oh, God, they're only going to be about six points behind us, and we played them. This is a disaster. You're looking over your shoulder, Andy. And, and I, I never... When Brentford score, I just sort of, you know, everybody else is going mad around me, but I, it doesn't feel right that I should celebrate. They're not my team. I enjoy it, but that's it. You, you stand up and applaud. Honestly, yeah, I've never. I've been reduced to celebrating Brentford goals as if it was like the winner in the World Cup final for England. I was getting mad with the bloke next to me. And everything. It was pathetic, isn't it? Really, so it's what, the, it's what your club have reduced you yeah, to. Is, is it? Is that what it is? Honestly, what can you do? Um, so, Big Sam. Um, I thought I'd look mm. it up because yeah. I've never. Re- I mean, he's been in here before. Of course, he's a, he is a big man. He's well, taller he's been than in me. Here, <laughs> yes, um, on uh, he's. Um, I mean, I, I would imagine he's lost an inch over the years. What is he? Sixty-eight. So he was six, he was six foot three in his playing days. Let's say he's now six foot two. Uh, I was looking up the average. Even I haven't got short. I'm the same. 
I mean, I was always short, so I didn't have a lot. You can't get any shorter, though. You can't. disappear. I've got no margin. Stuart Little. (laughs) So you have got no margin. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, Big Sam. So I was thinking, there are players that have reveled in that nickname Mm. or have been handed them, haven't over the years. Big Jack. Um, Big Jack. Yeah, I I mean, I should have looked the late, great Jack Charlton up. I I looked up um, Big John Hartson. We always called John Hartson Big John Hartson. Big John Hartson. How long? How tall? I mean, I've told you that uh, Sam's six foot three where he was well, I said a big John was about six foot three as well six foot one big John no not I mean, should big he, is he should well, he just be me, should he be yeah. marginally above average size John Hartson <laughs> yeah not, you know what I mean yeah I do yeah um, I was still big up, can be big big it's not necessarily tall big can be big big well you know you can be big of broad of width as big well of as broad of width it's not <laughs> helping is it this command of the language you have um, I do but tremendous I, I, I love big John and I'm going to keep calling him that yeah. but, um, but you know six foot one not sure uh, apparently five foot nine Andy you'll be pleased to hear is the average height of uh, a person a man in the UK it was last is year is it yeah so that's good oh, news God, for that's you you're like Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain aren't you <laughs> not really um <laughs> uh, uh, at six foot two, eyes are blue. Big Jim Holton's after you. Remember that song when, when we were kids? Yeah. I remember Jim Holton, of course, yeah. Six foot two, nothing special anymore. Not is really, it? no. That'll make you a very small keeper. Um, I don't quite know where I'm going with this, but um, what you're saying is these days, unless you're six foot six, yeah, you're not big. You're not big. Big, big Erling Harland. Big Mick. Big Erling Harland. Big Mick Hartford. Big mm. Mick Hartford was six foot three. He had quite a history with it, Sam. I think they both do a bit of. Stories about each other on the after-dinner circuit. <laughs> Quite violent uh, encounters out over the years. Anyway, again, I don't know where this is taking us, but if there's any other players out there that get caught <clears> big, and you're, I can tell you how tall they are. I have Wikipedia oh, in front of me. That's very good. So, uh, yeah, not, out of, not by memory. It's not that thing Silla used to do years ago. <laughs> You've got to remember the heights of every footballer in the country. Uh, but six foot one, John Hart's there, you won the fridge freezer. It's marvellous. Can I just say, obviously, there's a great build-up now for the coronation on the weekend, and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw on the news yesterday that Bristol Cathedral, a thousand singers came together for a rendition of Zadok the Priest. This yeah. is part of the They must have all been tempted to go, the champions! It would do, wouldn't you? Would That's what I'd do. You really would. they do that on Saturday. It would be fantastic. You think, yeah, just a couple of, the, yeah, a couple of people in the choir break ranks and start giving it the, the Champions League thing, won't they? Um, yes, uh, something else as well. We mm. might, we're inter- okay, if you want to, they called them big so-and-so, but should they have been called big, Is uh, I'm happy to do the research for you. Uh, it was an interesting post. Um, I think going back to the Tottenham Newcastle game uh, when Spurs played there. I think it was a t- somebody looking for a Spurs shirt. I can't see where it. Um, oh no, it might have been. Might have been the game at the weekend. But a young lad took one of those signs saying, "Can I have your shirt?" Into the way the away end. Was it Richarlison? No, no, but no. <laughs> but I can't. Anyway, clearly, yeah. if you've been to the away end at Newcastle, oh, yeah. there's no way a player is going to be able to clamber up and give you the shirt. <laughs> yeah. You have to go into the main body of the stand. That's how they have at those uh, basketball NBA games. They fire a up cannon. And, yeah, cannon. even then the cannon may not make it. <laughs> That's true. But uh, yeah, somebody's dad didn't say to this kid, "You're miles away mm. at Newcastle. You've got no chance of getting anybody's shirt unless the player has got incredible." good eyesight so I thought I'd be closer to the action we wondered if you've got any tales the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast you're making us aware of those people who do deserve the nickname Big this afternoon Big John Carew certainly did yes he did he's 6 foot 5 Carew John Carew Carew he's bigger than me or you he's going to score one or two 
John Carew Carew, as went the song. Beautifully sung. Um, uh, Moose has uh, texted me, he said, was Giant Haystacks Giant? He thought you well, might. he was. See, he's gone Big Peter Crouch, six foot seven. Yeah. Uh, Big Dan Byrne, six foot six. Big Daddy, yeah. six foot six. All right. Six foot eleven makes you a giant. Giant Haystacks. There you go, Moose. You, you wanted to, to know about sport, Big Daddy as well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it is Paul Hawksby and Annie Jacobs mm. here on TalkSport. Big Sam Allardyce, they call him. Um, six foot three, I'd say that's on the big side. Yeah, and big in you know stature, stature. Yeah, that's right. We're, presence. We have presence. been we have been questioning whether people deserve the nickname Big. Um, it's straight away from football. Uh, I mean, Barry Manute Bowl, for example, was Sorry? seven foot five, an NBA player. He was yeah. seven foot five, but you wouldn't have described him as big. He was thinner than Peter Crouch. He was so thin, pencil thin, pencil maybe. thin. You know. Okay, so I think you've got to have a bit of girth to go with you. You'll pardon the expression. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not sure I do. Uh, Barry from Larg says, "Big Bird." He's eight foot two, you know. Was he? Well, that's right. not Larry Bird. He, he Honestly, we could have done with him up front. The Sesame Street probably scored more than a Bamiang. Might have been uh, <laughs> rather good. Yeah, good feet for a big bird. Exactly. Uh, I've got this interesting story from Leeds. Kaylee Hazel, 24, from Leeds. Oh, yeah. Got a tattoo of the name of a man she dated only for a month, hmm. uh, only for him to ghost her a week later. And oh, think, no. I hope she didn't get a heavy Gracia one. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. It's not been a very good run for her, has it, really, with a no, big heavy Gracia <laughs> face on her thigh? Not, not a great look. Uh, it was the Cheltenham Jazz Festival. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, over the weekend, yeah. I had a great view from Bruff Scott's brother's Ronnie's box. Oh, okay, right, fair enough. <laughs> I stayed at John Joe Sample's yard. Yeah. <laughs> so you, basically what you're doing there, Andy, is bringing jazz. the world of jazz yes, back to horse world, racing, yes. The world of racing. Probably, yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what, it's amazing, isn't it, Posh? I bet it's a different crowd. What? No one's walking round at sort of midnight on the night before the Gold Cup in bum freezer suits starting fights at the Jazz Festival, are they really? Seems unlikely. Yeah, it seems unlikely. Well, see, Jürgen Klopp, he, some of the stuff he says is incredible, isn't it? I mean, I think the FA should really get strong with him. You know, that what he did on Sunday was completely out of order. You know, if you're trying to teach referees respect to referees, you cannot be doing that. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind, but every other fan knows Liverpool gets so many decisions, you know, VAR decisions and close decisions. So, you know, for him to go mad about that is just wrong. You know, I, I personally, for me, it would be a 10-game ban. Um, they've obviously got the audio. I, I think it's just the etiquette of that, yeah. and I'm guessing that that Howard Webb, uh, the head of the PGMO, doesn't want to release that because he he did say that Paul Tierney sweary, wouldn't it? Well, uh, well, I mean, you <laughs> can ble- them, you I can imagine. bleep it, can't you? I don't yeah. know. I mean, if it's true, he said <laughs> It'd be like a load of bleeps. If he it? said <laughs> if he said something that he felt was out of order, well, I suppose you got a chance to judge yourself, haven't you? But they so, yeah. tend not to do that. The referees' association, so. Mm. We shall find. He's been talking to the press today, as you've been hearing, and mm. he's been saying that he didn't want the story to be about him. That was wrong. We, we won a game dramatically, and that should have been the story, but it wasn't. So you know, it's a bit of contrition there. I don't. Think, I wouldn't have said he he fronted it out, Andy, and wasn't attempting to make excuses. Mm, he, for no, he wasn't attempting to make excuses, but it still it wasn't good enough, really. Uh, this player wrote to the Sun. He said, "I'm a Millwall season ticket holder, hmm. and may I congratulate Sheffield United on winning promotion back to the Premier League after beating West Brom." Nice, very magnanimous. I know. Mm. Came from John Haddock in South London. Sure, he's a Grimsby fan. Yes, that's <laughs> quite possibly. Yeah. 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 They've had a good season, though. Mill, haven't they? Had a yeah. Very good season. Um, anything else? Uh, Jao Felix uh, looks set to stay for another year at Chelsea. No. 
Yeah. <laughs> Felix, Andy, you'll master his name yeah, by no, then. I won't. Yes. <laughs> I hope he's gone before I master his name. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, yes, this is interesting. There's an art exhibition in China. Mm. And uh, is it in China? No, South Korea. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> it's basically, enough. it's a banana on exhibition. And this exhibition is worth a hundred grand this this is it just a banana it consists of a spotty ripe banana stuck to a wall with duct tape you are yeah i know <laughs> and apparently it's worth about 100 grand and somebody a student was at the exhibition and he ate the banana wow it's, a bit of, it's living uh, art isn't I'm, it i'm like martin peters on this i was 10 years out of my time i've been doing banana art for a long time you have been i yeah. used to draw my bananas if you'll pardon the expression i'm sure you did yeah there's you did do that and uh, and there was some beautiful work you did why is this bloke's particular banana worth so much money i've no idea he's uh it's an italian artist maurizio Catalan, his installation Comedian, which consisted of a spotty ripe banana stuck to a wall with duct tape you before are. using the tape to stick the peel back on the mm. wall. Yeah. What's the point? Sounds sounds brilliant. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to fly over to South yeah, Korea. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't, no point. Somebody's eating it. It sounds excellent, doesn't Somebody's it? Somebody's eating it. Yeah, yeah that would have been great, wouldn't it? Just to go along to the exhibition, <laughs> there's some bloke standing there with a, a little tin of carnation he's tipping onto it <laughs> just to take the edge off. It could work, yeah. yeah. And uh, remember I said last week that a lot of stories now come from podcasts. Mm. So of course. It's, it's become, yeah, it's a sort of journalistic it, thing. Isn't it's it? ludicrous, really. And this one is Rio Ferdinand. You can always tell that it's going to, that it'll be, mention it right at the end. It said, mm. Rio Ferdinand has a glass-floored corridor with all his football boots on display underneath. Yes. Broadcaster Fern Cotton visited the ex-Manchester United Ace and wife Kate's home and was stunned by the amazing feature. Speaking on a Happy Place podcast, that's yeah. it. That's it. Brilliant. Oh, you've got a rich source of material. Well, I suppose it is. That's great. I mean, a lot of the players... Remember they used to, there was that documentary a few years ago, there was a Mike Lowen one and a Stephen Gerrard one, and they have revolving busts, don't they, with, like, shirts on of different players they've played against on their own. Yeah. So the rooms are like museums... Uh, aren't they? That the I think are. I'd do that if I'd Would you? been a professional footballer. Yeah, why not? If you've got the money, it's a nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You could yeah. let people in. Just like the Queen used to, like one day a year, let me into the palace. You could go there. <laughs> Have a look great. around my museum, raise money for charity. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sports. <clears throat> and yes, as we say, we're still awaiting the official word from Leeds. Sam Allardyce is taking over and we'll get your reaction if, if it's after us. I'm sure the boys on drive will be interested to know what you make of it all, Leeds fans. Oh, but... you know, they've got nothing to lose, really. It's looking so bleak. You know, you might as well give yeah, it a go. That's right. Um, it's interesting. I mean, you know, you don't sense he's going to be there long term. Of all the red adairs he's done, this will be the shortest, wasn't mm. it? I mean, I don't think he's ever... No one's... It's four games. I mean, they've got to win some games, get some points, but they're also relying on the other teams not hardly picking up a point, I think. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but you don't know. No. Cool. Keep in it as long as you can and see what happens when you get to the last day. Yeah, that is very true. So, uh, anyway, as we said once... Because uh, once, they're not, technically, they're not in the bottom three at the moment. Uh, no, but they've got a they? very tough run in. Yeah, and, uh, well, you know. they've got Man City. Uh, that will be Sam's first game yeah. <laughs> on the, on Saturday away. Then uh, Newcastle at home, fight the top four. That won't yeah. be easy. Then West Ham away. away. And, and then... Tottenham and then Tottenham at home. It really does depend where Spurs are at. Uh, you know, it's a you know, it's one of those sorts of games that it's not the worst game to have as your last game of the season if you're still technically in it and it's in your hands because Spurs. They've, what got, they're they've, gonna... they've got to hope that Southampton can get something at Forest because I think if Forest win that game, it's going to be very difficult for them. Yeah, I was um, I was watching a, a University Challenge the other day, Andy, and it struck yeah. me. I, I noticed there was a, a team in it who were ahead by about. 100 points oh, yeah. and the manager brings <laughs> take somebody off and bring yeah. on somebody who lost the no, game no no he didn't <laughs> he started a time they started a time waste a bit oh really and I've noticed Jeremy Paxman who's obviously about to leave it soon has done a brilliant job yeah. over the years Jeremy Paxman he's got his own way he, he spots it he spots the time wasting you know mm. they were they were coasting and then they started to have a long conversation about an answer and were laughing because they knew they'd won mm. it was the equivalent of just knocking it about at the back you know yeah. taking the mickey olays they were doing <laughs> intellectual olays oh dear. and so what Paxman does he goes come on yeah. He says it aggressively. Come on. Well, he is quite like aggressive, that. really. But, I mean, what about that over the PA when Nick Pope starts all his meetings? <laughs> just have Paxman, have a Paxman button for yeah. the fourth official. Come on. He could hold it just like a little switch. <laughs> and suddenly, maybe mm. put it into the... Because it's generally keepers, isn't it? Stick yeah. it into the post. Come on. The old Paxman, that would sort them out, wouldn't it? Okay. Well, look, I, I don't expect it to get taken up. I just put it out there I, I, as an idea. idea. I, I know like he's it. an in, uh, Howard Webb is an innovator. If he's listening this afternoon, the Paxman come on uh, out of the post might take off. But don't hold your breath. Anyway, yeah. uh, it's time now for the Clips of the Month for April. Yes, we've got six clips for you. Well, kind of. It's sort of eight, but two of them are all roped mm. into the same clip. But you'll get the idea, and you'll be able to go to Twitter at TSHNJ, T-S-H-A-N-D-J, and you'll be able to vote for your favourite one, and we'll play it uh, again at the end. The winner gets played at the end just before we hand over to Andy Goldstein and Darren Bent with Drive. OK, so this is a two-parter. Um, let's give it to you now. Uh, we start with breakfast and their guest, the former Arsenal and Everton striker, Kevin Campbell. And the question was, have you got a dog in there with you, Kev? There ain't, there ain't a lot of games left and mm. you've got to get the points on the board now. There's such a, a 
a, 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 a rush of teens down <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> Give him a biscuit. <laughs> Good boy. It certainly sounded like it. It did it sound did. like it, Andy, didn't it? Yeah. Hello, Sue. Hello, Sooty. Hello, Sweet. And Kevin punch. doesn't go to Crufts and start doing it was that. A, it, was it, was a, it was a touch. It was like, oh, mate, Butch, wasn't it? Anyway, what's next, Andy? It's Jim White with an unfortunate turn of phrase. Order online for free delivery at selcobw.com. So I'll be whipping myself off to West Ham against Newcastle later on today. <laughs> Fantastic. Not in the middle of the pitch at half time, I hope. <laughs> um, they used to have somebody put kicking footballs into a shed back in the day, but now it's Jim whipping himself off. Uh, now that was uh, fairly innuendo laden from Jim, but it had nothing on this bit of Carry On Times Radio with Jane Garvey and James Marriott. I'm really interested in how all this works because it's not a world I really understand. Yeah, well, when I, when I got your phone call, I was hunched on my bedroom floor of my laptop, frantically battering away at my column. Bernard Breslau would have been proud of that, wouldn't he? It? it was fantastic. <laughs> you were doing what? Mark. Sid, uh, what's next? Mark Goldbridge here with news of TalkSport's most incredible night of boxing yet. Coming up in just a few minutes on Talk Sport, it's Fight Night Live as Anthony Joshua faces Benjamin Franklin live from the O2 Arena. <laughs> Thought he was dead, Benjamin. Yeah, me too, really. Founding father. Benjamin, the founding father, Franklin. That's it. Get all that big build-up. That'd be great, wouldn't it? All that big build-up, wouldn't he? Here's Fake Rothers and former Spurs defender Jenna Scalacci on the Women's Football Weekly. And can someone please get Faye a glass of water? And Wolves on 48 with Burnley and Wolves with two games in hand. You're going to have to do it again because I am going to choke again. There you go. <laughs> Southern Premier, Oxford United, 48 points. Watford, 47. Ipswich Town, 47. So that one's tight as well. And then Division 1 North, Durham, 53. And Newcastle United, 47. A bit more, Durham, a bit more comfortable there. And then finally, Division South... <laughs> One South East. Hashtag United have 43. AFC Wimbledon on 42. And Division 1 South West. Exeter City are on 55. And Cardiff City are on 46. I'm alive. <laughs> We're pleased to hear it, Faye. It's like an exercise they set you. Because Gemma's obviously an ex-footballer. She played for Spurs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's making her way in broadcasting. And it's like they set it as a trap, you know, on your broadcasting course. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, um, so you're halfway through a bulletin and the main presenter starts to choke. Do you, A, you've just got to carry on. Well, you've got Sold to carry on. on. Giving what else the, can you do? Giving really? out the championship results. It's like that caller to Ian Royce, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Not quite as bad. Not quite as bad. Anyway, no. and finally, Andy. And finally, it's cricket correspondent John Norman during our IPL commentary. Rotating the strike, he will face the first ball of the 15th over. This game is swinging back the way of the super giants, Monty Python. Monty Python? Monty Panesar. <laughs> and we thought it did seem very unlikely that uh, Monty Panesar, former England spinner Ashes winner, was a fan mm. of Monty Python's uh, flying circus. So we gave him a call and, well, this is what happened. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all day. I cut down trees, I eat my lunch, I go to the laboratory. On Wednesdays I go shopping 
and have buttered scones for tea. Good old Monty put his back into it there. He did really well. You've got to do it, do it properly. I'd say so. So, uh, was it Kevin Campbell barking like a dog on breakfast? Was it Jim White whipping himself off at the London Stadium? Was it uh, the man from Times Radio hunched over his laptop beating out his column? Was it James Goldbridge in The Founding Father in the boxing ring? Was it Faye Crothers choking in the studio? Was it Monty Panasar singing the Lumberjack song? What would you like to hear again just before four o'clock? Well, there's an easy way to sort that out. Two semi-finals are already up there for you to vote on. We'll get down to a final once you've voted on them. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. I love that story <coughs> about uh, former Prime Minister Liz Truss being handed a £12,000 bill for uh, basically food and drink and bathrobes that... Uh, her guests and her apparently I don't know if it's true where, she's denying where it where had but, she stayed one of the old Grace uh, and no, one of her yeah her country home when she was foreign secretary nice yeah 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 and it, it's interesting because that's it, the norm I think they do have to pay for it these well you days, would do I mean stay I, I, I was staying in a very nice hotel in France recently mm. and I particularly liked the robe the bathrobe I thought this is nice and you I can normally do. buy them if they're I nice. did I bought it okay yeah I yeah. didn't steal it <laughs> I'm just, uh, just saying I was once told, and I'll spare the player's blushes, but I think it did kind of live up to this player's reputation back in the day. Uh, a manager once told me that a player went up, they wanted to have a look at him, uh, they wanted this player out, the, out of another club, and he went up there and they put him, they put him in a hotel and uh, he had the lot. He took the lot, <laughs> really? the slippers, the bike, cleaned the place <laughs> yeah, out. That's not good. Virtually put the telly in the back of his car. <clears throat> and the manager said um, he had a, he had a couple of pairs of nice boots as well out of the uh, out of the training ground. And uh, he just phoned the other man and said, "No, you're all right." Like a Jack Door. That's bad. Nothing. We that wasn't his name, was it? No, it wasn't Jack Door. <laughs> There's a player out there called Jack Door. Jack. It isn't you. No, you're being sued was, by somebody a, called Jack Door. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm sure that happens now and again. So have you noticed that this story about Leeds players walking past? It's never great. This, you know, but they walk past the fans and they didn't. You know, they were obviously yeah. upset. But have you losing. have you subsequently seen the rest of the story? Well, I, the dad of the little boy yeah, standing there exactly has defended the players. Said, exactly, uh, he said we saw the players that didn't. A great many did. Came up with my son, yeah. had a chat with him. Were very nice to him. I know. And the boy um, said, "I thought they were amazing. I'll support them the whole life." Yeah. And so, so the it's people the who were directly in the last few yeah, weeks, the isn't people it? who are directly involved weren't bothered about it. But everybody else on social media I won't name the usual suspects. You know, having a right go at these players. It's pathetic, isn't it? Yeah. Well, again, I think that's the second time. It, I think it was the Arsenal boys, wasn't it, recently? Yeah. Again, the clip doesn't necessarily tell the full story. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Now, there was a fairly bizarre incident that took place yesterday mm. at Bath Races. Um, two horses uh, heading to the line. One looks like he's slightly in front. And the other horse, which doesn't like being pipped at the post potentially, bites the as a bite of the other horse. Just mm. kind of, you know. Nasty. It's a brilliant photo. Though. It is a very good photo. I don't know if um, I don't know if it happens very often. We thought we would call on uh, Rupert Bellman. We often turn to on racing. This week he's very much on royal duties with our uh, sister stations, but he has popped in. He's had a minute off the royals uh, to pop in. Have you been down to see the Stone of Destiny yet? Rupert, uh, uh, no, the no, Abbey. If Will they let you in? No, no one can go in at the moment. Uh -huh. uh, I'm I'm not privileged enough to go and see the Stone of Destiny, the throne. Yeah. But mm. I've I've looked over Westminster Abbey. I've had a look over mm. um, on a racing front. Disappointing that the King's not going to have a run in the runner in the two thousand guineas. He oh. had hoped to 
Uh, one was entered, but they uh, decided against that. But he could have a runner in the derby uh, on the 2nd of mm. June. So um, uh, there's the Royal News for you, done and dusted. <laughs> now back to Bath. Back to Bath. Yeah, so um, just give us a bit of background as to what well, happened, Rupert. Basically, in the closing stages, Bath Racecourse, this horse, Havana Goldrush, just literally decides that Eye of the Water is not going to get past him and basically decides, right, your, ta- your, your face looks tasty and just starts having a nip at him and um, yeah. and the jockey on the second horse he has nothing he can do about it because he's trying to keep the horse in a straight line and if your other horse his horse just decides thou shall not pass which is an element of that and there is the most fun we can see it obviously tv cameras but um a young photographer i know who's sort of making a way in the sport as a race photographer francesca altoff he's was Luckily enough, was at the lucky last at Bath, head-on picture, and oh. you see this horse, and you can find it on social media, mm. just basically going left uh, and uh, or going to the right and just saying, snap, I, I'm, I'm going to take something. Uh, I don't know whether he did mark the horse, but... The horse looks like he misses. Yeah. Well, he probably has, remember they're going at thirty-five something yeah. miles an hour. So yeah. to be thinking, I'm trying to win a race, but I'll also have a snap. But it also proves because they are pack animals. You know, this horse probably thought, "I want to win this," <laughs> and there is an element of nature just kicking in there. And and that's he just this horse lost his temper. Basically, it's quite rare, isn't it? It, it? it is. I've seen it happen once or twice. I mean, after the Kentucky Derby last year, a horse when they were ponied back, this horse had won. It was. Obviously, pretty wild. Didn't like this horse being near him because he thought he was top dog, and he starts yapping and he's out of control. So it just does happen because they they aren't machines. They are they get they lose their temper, and clearly in Havana Goldrush's case, he did lose his temper. But unfortunately, it didn't mean he won the race though. And and either water was a big price. So, but a fair play. You know, it's not often, and uh, a bit of publicity for Bath, and uh, certainly a well-deserved pat on the back for Francesca Altar for being head-on and getting yeah. a moment that um, might certainly um, uh, has certainly uh, brightened up her day. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Better if you trip the other horse up. Would you like to stick a leg out? Yeah, <laughs> we're going Mike Parry territory yeah. here. Get, no, it, get it in a headlock. <laughs> yeah. Is that what he's saying? Just put yeah. the front leg yeah. A bit of martial arts horse style. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yes. that, well, we often see a charm that there is contact between horses. Oh, all often. the time. Yeah. And, you know, barging mm. and trying to get the room. But actually to to go full uh, Luis Suarez, as uh, uh, some people have obviously referred mm. to it mm. as, um, and bears his teeth in a full Suarez fashion too, does this horse too. But... Um, um, a bit like Luis Suarez. I, how, how bad it was Luis Suarez's bite? Did, did he leave permanent damage? Yeah, I think Mike Tyson's was worse. He yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that was <coughs> horrendous. We took uh, part of his ear off. I mean, yeah. That was worse. I've never <laughs> seen that. That that was Mike Tyson at his finest. No, I've well, never seen anything. Um, or, or not as the case no, may be. Not as the case may be. Um, so, a big Villa fan, of course, Rupert. Um, bit of a setback at the weekend. Manchester United and Bruno Fernandes are. A, Bit, always a bit difficult for you. He yeah. always does well against you, doesn't he? He does, and we did win the preceding the fixture last year. I think, if my memory serves me right, we just never quite got going. We may just start to run out of steam. We've got a lot of injuries, and and the squad have been on. You know, there's been very little rotation of late. Yeah. So we just may be running out of steam. We got Wolves this weekend away from home, and obviously they've got to bounce back after their horror show at the weekend. Yeah. And then we've got your lot, Paul. Yes, indeed, um, the battle for the conference plate. Yep. Yeah. Well, I I think it could be an element of that. Mm. I just hope. Do you um, want Europe next year, Rupert? Even if it is conference uh, league or, or not? Or um, 
I want to go on a European jaunt with my family. Oh, and OK, oh, if we go to the Conference League, we're not going to be going to the high spots of the European football. But no, the West Ham fans have had a great... It's been oh. like a stag. But also, he's, gone, such to, yeah. he's such a brilliant manager in Europe. So, we, we've yeah. got to, we, Obviously, like if we're going to go into yeah. Europe, we're going to have to find some more players. Um, but uh, from where we were at the end of October, to be no. even thinking that we might be on a European jaunt next season, of whatever level, um, you know, Europa League, yeah. I think looks, Brighton look, looks yeah, a bit the beyond the beginning of March, he played Chelsea, mm. Chelsea were ahead of them. <clears throat> yeah. So it's been a great late run. I, and so I, I would love to go on the odd European jaunt next winter nice. with my son. Okay. Okay. I saw a story that Bayern Munich are interested in Ollie Watkins. I mean, well, they could just be social media. Well, well what they're also saying that. is that the Villa now are trying to um, renegotiate their contract with Watkins. So uh, I hope um, whatever they feel is a, he's putting in, um, they can match or certainly near as much as Watkins want because he has, and Emery likes him. <clears throat> so from yeah. that point of view, I think there's, there's a lot of uh, positive feeling towards each other. And if we get into Europe... That reflects the progress, and then obviously, hopefully, we have a, a better season. We don't have a sort of West Ham season. No. Um, we actually have mm. a, a good season and, and something to look forward to. Although they could go and win that tournament, couldn't they? And uh, oh. and get into uh, the Europa League through yeah. it. So, mm. uh, just quick one on um, uh, on golf uh, in Italy. We've got the Ryder Cup uh, in in September, but there's a big meeting going on today, looking at the kind of future of the game and the ongoing sort of uh, you know different setups they've got live golf etc well and also working out the fines for the players mm. so there's a lot and obviously where it's being played is the Ryder Cup venue so obviously from that point of view you'd hope um, it will be a good fact-finding mission to see how the course is playing uh, and what they might or might not need to do to um, help it in Europeans favour come September but there is a lot of sort of it's not all sweetness and light within the DP World Tour as far as the no. players are concerned. They feel they've slightly sold out to the PGA Tour in the, um, and it's everything slanted against them and it doesn't feel on the European Tour there's a natural pathway and the world ranking points aren't in their favour. So there's a lot of, you know, not, not being too public dissatisfaction, but there is dissatisfaction. So the European Tour Chiefs, the DP World Tour Chiefs have got to sort something out here and then obviously the fines to those players who've gone yeah. to the other way they could a hundred thousand pounds big fines for some of these players who've gone to live so but actually looking at the last two live golf events they played in australia and singapore crowds were good um and maybe there is a sense that um it's beginning to find its feet and yeah. legitimacy uh, and some of the play has been quite outstanding mm. on proper courses Taylor Gooch has obviously been shooting lights out, but we've seen Brooks Kepka came well, played well in the Masters, and we've got the PGA Tour, PGA Championships coming up shortly. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see how they are progressing. But yeah. once again, uh, lots of politics behind the scenes that need to be resolved. Um, Rupert, lovely to see you. Stick around for this. It's the winner of the Clips of the Month. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with Andy, of course, as we uh, pour over all the, oh, the what's going on at Leeds and indeed Arsenal, Chelsea this evening but you like a bit of old school smart Rupert so here it is <laughs> 62% of the vote for the clips of the month it is once again Jane Garvey and James Marriott on Times Radio with Carry On Times Radio I'm really interested in how all this works because it's not a world I really understand yeah well when I, when I got your phone call I was hunched on my bedroom floor of my laptop frantically battering away at my column 
Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again tomorrow. More live football for you tomorrow. Plenty to talk about, I'm sure. Everything going on at Leeds. So do hope you can join us from one. If not, the podcast will be available at four. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.